Hello everyone, welcome to One More Question, the podcast where we have to actively attempt to disagree because our views are so similar. And with me today is... This is Daniel. And this is Dashiell. So Daniel, what is our topic today? The topic today is one that is one of the most divisive in our society today. Do you like Apple or Android in your cellular device? I love eating apples. And in the spirit of full disclosure, we're both Android users, so this may come across as a little bit uh, one-sided, but I really want us to be able to look at the pros and cons of both and then kind of give our own explanation for why we chose what we chose, especially with the Samsung Galaxy S6 coming out, which looks like it's starting to adopt some of the Apple features, which I may be opposed to. Right, and just to be clear, not biased at all, um, but I I have had Apple devices, a MacBook, iPod Touch, which I really liked, but I moved over to Android a couple years ago and have not looked back. Yeah, the iPod Touch, just putting that out there, is like the top of the line MP3 player ever made. I have nothing but respect for that beautiful machine, but as both a Mac owner and a Android owner, I have some mixed feelings about both devices, but especially the Mac, considering when my charger broke, the Apple store told me I had nothing I could do except spend $80 on a new charger. And that gets to my first problem with Apple products. They work very well if you're willing to pay Apple money every time something goes wrong, like your charger breaks, or your screen cracks, or your battery dies. Versus, I feel like Android gives you more, uh, there's fewer proprietary elements which give you more control over modifying and really repairing your device on your own. Right, they use the micro USB standard so I can charge my phone, my tablet, my Bluetooth speakers, everything with one port, which is super nice. I don't have to ask people for the the new iPhone charger or the old iPhone 4 charger. Uh, It's just annoying and it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I remember when they switched to, was it Thunderbolt with Mm -hmm. the 5? Everybody lost their mind because you basically had to buy new chargers and the only people that made that kind of charger were Apple and they were charging like $35 for it or something, which is pretty crazy. Right, and in their recent MacBooks, they've changed the charger the last three generations. And so if your friend has an older MacBook, you can't use their charger. You can only use the one that came with your computer. At the same time, these... Chargers, they do have incremental benefits. Like yeah. the, the Thunderbolt charger that they used with the iPhone 5 does actually function better than the chargers for the 4 and the previous generations versus Android has been kind of using the same kind of charger. So I see where Apple's going with this spirit of innovation and trying to make things incrementally better. The problem is there's a little bit of a conflict of interest where it's are they doing this because they legitimately want to make a better product or are they doing this because they know they can squeeze a few more dollars out of the consumer especially since they're not giving consumers other choices or any kind of competition in that marketplace. Right. So one of the important things to know between Android and Apple, particularly in the phone space, is that Apple is going after the high end. They're okay with 10% of the market because they sell their devices for a much higher margin. So I think it's about $600 between you and the carrier that pays for your iPhone. Of that, Apple makes like $400 in profit. Whereas with Android, you'll buy it for $99 or a much cheaper price, and so the Android manufacturers make much less money. 
So as a result of Apple going after the high end, they can charge more, but they also, in all fairness, provide a higher quality for their goods. You can do a lot more with your USB port on your iPhone than you can with an Android device. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one thing to look at in terms of that quality price trade-off is that Android has a much larger market share in uh, internationally in other mm -hmm. countries. Like when you're at college, almost everybody has an iPhone. I'd say it's like 60, 70% yeah. versus nat internationally across the world. Those percentages are at least flipped. Like the majority is Android because it offers these cheaper options and because these phablet products, uh, products like the uh, Note have been very popular in international markets because people only want to have to carry one device. Right. So I think most people would agree that the software experience, even the customer experience of calling an Apple employee or going into the Apple Genius Bar is superior, but you're paying for it. And you're limited in terms of incorporating other products with that iPhone or that MacBook. Definitely. It feels like Apple figured out what the pillars of its customer experience would be and have really focused on building that out. Which brings me to probably another problem I have is some of the features that they don't have. Primarily a removable, a removable battery. And I know this is also a hardware issue, but there's also several software limitations that Macs have, like uh, not being able to play Flash or problems using Microsoft applications. I know for my business analytics class, we basically can't use Macs because we can't get the proper Excel solver software on there. So it does feel like sometimes... Macs are more restrained and Apple products in general in what they can do features wise. I agree with that, but one thing to keep in mind is for the new really thin MacBook, they actually created stackable batteries. And so the little rubber mats in the bottom of the computer actually hold little battery pieces. And so they've maximized every single piece available to them in order to be more efficient and to provide a better customer experience. So there's a trade-off. Yes, it's not as user-friendly. You can't just remove it like a Lenovo, but it's also much more elegantly designed. Mm -hmm. There's something that uh, Steve Jobs said that I really like, which is basically the idea that Apple products should have the complexity in the right places. And I feel like that's something Apple's definitely trying to embody with all of its products. So, you know, putting features on the Apple Watch that aren't on the Mac computer because the Apple Watch can do some things better than the Mac computer. Right, and this all goes back to Steve Jobs' core strategy of unifying the hardware and the software and bringing that all together to kind of create an in-house operation, vertically integrated company that provides a better user experience than other companies can have to partner. Like, yes, you can get Intel and TagCure and Google to make a nice watch, but it just won't be as seamless as Apple because they were able to incorporate everything in the initial design phase of the project and all the teams working together and sharing information without having to worry about a competitor uh, ripping them off and stealing their ideas in the future. Yeah, and I feel like we've kind of come down to the core issue of Android has features where Apple has a better customer experience. So it's asking yourself, which are you looking for? Are you looking for the ability to do whatever you want? Or do you want to be able to do the things that you do very well and very easily? And that kind of brings me to my final issue going forward is Android or uh, Samsung's Galaxy S6 that they unveiled recently has no removable battery and it doesn't have expandable memory. We're seeing this kind of all metal build. And those were literally the two big selling points for me for Samsung products. So I feel like we're seeing 
a lot of Android phone makers moving towards this better customer experience at the uh, sacrifice of features option. So how, how do you feel about that, Daniel? I, I see that just being a trade-off of trying to build an elegant piece of hardware because that was always the criticism of the Samsung products in the past is they were plasticky. You mm-hmm. could remove the battery and add SD card, but most people didn't uh, because they don't care and they don't even know you can. And so for 90% of consumers, it's not a selling point for Samsung. So why not make something that looks really good that most people won't even tell the difference of um, and they only risk that 10% going to someone else? Yeah, so that's kind of an interesting point that we're almost seeing this battle between uh, Apple and Android developers to capture the lion's share of the market, whereas these more niche groups that want specific features are either kind of getting the shaft or they're having to move off away from uh, Apple, away from Samsung, away from even like um, HTC towards these less, uh, these smaller, lower cost phone developers. There's a neat project that Google's working on called Project Aura, and it's basically all of these little uh, segments that you can take on and off a phone. So if you just want to upgrade the camera, you can buy a new block that plugs in or a processor. So there's definitely a future in customization. That's what Motorola is all about. You can get a million different colors and a bunch of different color schemes and different finishes on the phone. So there's definitely different strategies taking place in the market than Apple's one size fits all or fits most. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in the future. So maybe the conclusion of this is we're actually seeing a widening gap between having all the features and customization and having a really slick uh, customer experience, and it's only going to grow wider over time, and it's really demonstrating this shift between Android and Apple. I think that's correct. And you also have to think about the advanced users, um, the, that 10%, the developers or people that enjoy playing around with their phones and changing the the background and all of the little you know the phone launcher on Android and there's Sygen mod that is actually looking to replace Google on Android smartphones there's Amazon there's a bunch of different options the reality is smartphones are a huge market and there are a lot of players that don't have to win a majority of it to be successful and so we're going to see a lot of competition. I think we're going to see phone prices drop. And it'll, it'll be good for us as consumers because I think we're going to get more options moving forward. So maybe more than anything, the next time you go to buy a smartphone, just be sure to look outside of Samsung and Apple and consider all your different options because we're starting to see truly diversified products. Great. Yeah, thanks for listening. And hopefully this was helpful. Thank you.